just a cheeky little disclaimer. For those of you that are new to the pod, I am a bit sweary McSwearickson, so if you find expletive language offensive, as much as I'd love to say this is the pod for you, I'm not sure we're going to gel, so best probably not to click into the episode because I do like the odd F-bomb or two. And for those of you that are new, please make sure you wear headphones. I don't want your little darlings picking up my trash talk. Um, So uh, this is your warning, peeps. I am a little bit of a sweary. So uh, headphones or click off. And other than that, buckle up and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, happy Tuesday. It's Everything Starts With You. With your host, me, Tia, I am not going to lie, I am still pretty wiped out from COVID gate. And I am calling it COVID gate because I actually feel like the rest of the world has moved on from COVID and then I go and get it. I've never, ever, ever had it before. And my God, it literally is flu on freaking steroids. Like on the Tuesday and Wednesday, I was just in tears because my whole body was in so much pain. Even my butt cheeks ached and the exhaustion is just like unreal. Like today's my first proper day of venturing out. I went to go and get my eyebrows done with one of my gorgeous friends. Um, And I won't go anywhere else because she just does such an amazing job. And I haven't really had them done since March. I just don't know. I just, we'd made appointments, couldn't make them, whatever. So today I was like, right, I'm going to go. It's not her usual day of working. She's like, come in, be looked after. And I tell you what, I went there, we grabbed a coffee together and I've come home and I'm at absolutely freaking exhausted like the tiredness of this is just next level who freaking knew that it could be well obviously everyone else in the whole wide world has known that because we saw the crisis that we had um but i just can't believe that this stuff's still like prevalent in our lives it's just it's made me feel so um I don't know, appreciative that my body can recover from it, although it's not fully recovered yet. And it's also made me just realise how vulnerable we still are from things that are, you know, in our in our external environment that we have no control over. And also it's made me just appreciate like how much we really need to look after ourselves. I spent the last five days in bed watching um queer eye i don't know if i I think i'm like the only person that's just discovered this as well i loved it i watched eight series of it back to back and it was so educational in terms of that us as humans have so much in common with each other but i also didn't realize that we all just do not look after ourselves like the amount of time that we dedicate to other people and our work and our kids and how little time we actually really truly invest in looking after us like my business was born um and I always say like because of my spiritual awakening that was triggered through burnout but I never really go into the details of the burnout and the burnout was like years and years and years of self-neglect 
it was, I thought that being super busy and having an authoritative job role gave me an identity. Well, it did, but I allowed it to be my identity and was my purpose. And to achieve that meant a lot of years of self-neglect and not looking after myself. And don't get me wrong, I always and still do make sure that I'm turned out in a really presentable way. And I was going to the gym and doing all the surface level stuff. And I've said this to you guys before, but I'd never really sat back and looked at what self-care looked like for me on a granular level until I had completely stopped. And even now, though I think I'm really good at it, there is so much improvement still. Like I can really speak to myself terribly sometimes. Um, I can still be in the place of people pleasing mode where I will overcommit to things because I don't want to let somebody else down or I will um, be very reluctant to change plans because I'm thinking about the other person and, and, and what it means to um, to basically pull out of plans late. And I'm not saying that that's like the way to be like, fuck it, I, I want to do something or I don't want to do something. So I'm just going to just blow everything off. Like we can't go through life like that. There are certain times where we have to you know, commit to things or there's an obligation and that we're expected to, but we can really reframe that. And I'm like going to go through my calendar meticulously now and make sure that the things that are in there are things that are a real hard hell yeah for me rather than a, mm, no, I think I'll pass. Like there's been many extended family arrangements that we've been invited to that we would have really liked to have said no to and we're really worried about how that would impact on other members of the family that are going in future that's just going to be a fucking no I'm not coming to spend my energy somewhere when I really don't want to be there because I'm worried about the appearance that it will create to other people external of the family dynamic and also I don't want to upset the close members of family that we would normally go with because they feel like we are letting them down no, those things just aren't happening anymore. But I always talk about the awakening being like, I'm so open to talking about that, but I never really talk about like the burnout and the lack of care and how many of us have that as our human connection. Like that's such a huge commonality. I also, I think probably across all ages um you know like my grandparents lack of looking after self is very different from what generationally my mum's looking after self looks like and then what my looking after self looks like in comparison to what my mum's looking after self looks like and then you know how my sons will be um will look very differently to self-care as we've had it but I still don't know if I press upon that to my kids enough about do things that light you up if there is a time where you think right I just need a day off and to lay in bed don't feel guilty about that take the day if 
going to the gym has to be your priority before you can do anything else to make sure that it's done. I don't even know if I still teach my kids enough that they have to start with self first, because if we don't start with ourselves first, then nothing else is working for for anyone else that's in our lives because we're not topped up, we're not full enough. It's, um, you know, I don't know. It's just like, if we don't care of us, we can't keep taking care of anyone else because we will just burn out. Like our purpose on this earth is to take care of us first and love ourselves first. So we can then in turn be the best versions of ourselves that we can turn up and and do that for other people. And I just don't know if I talk about that enough, like the kindness that we need to extend to ourselves and how we truly start with ourselves first, I think is just an avenue that is really left unexplored. And there are so many of us doing this so badly. It just really resonated with me, I think, over the last five days, how I will still try and push myself through um, certain scenarios and situations that really don't light me up for the lack of not wanting to please others or to feel like that's how I need to show up in the world. And I really just want to unpick that and strip that and take that right back. And I think we have a community here where if we can start showing others that the most important person in your life has to be you first, then that will have a ripple effect and people will start lighting up their own lights so others can then take the lead from then them and light up their own. And what happens from that is that we get to a place of we are topped up that we have enough life force energy to be able to give that to others and for them to really drink from our well and learn and the lessons that they or or yeah the lessons that they learn from us that they can then teach to others and before you know it we have like a self-functioning society of people that really start with themselves first and love themselves and the rest of their people the people in their lives benefit from that so um the last five days have been really reflective and really looking inward and thinking about how I can share how we get to that point how we get to that point in little lessons of starting with us and loving ourselves first and that can be as simple as like your morning routine like communicating what you really need to people like I'm shifting my morning routine earlier I said this to you guys like the house from seven o'clock needs me to be in mummy mode so from half six I need to carve out the time that myself needs so I can get up and function in that mummy mode mindset and environment and give it my all because I've sorted out myself first but that may not be possible for everyone to shift their time so then we need to have a sit down and a conversation with our family about okay this is what I need from my morning you know like I get up I need five minutes just to myself, just to check in, say thank you, 
wash my face and brush my teeth and floss and high five myself in the mirror so I know that I'm setting myself up for the day and then I can be present with you and that communication will just help everybody understand firstly what you need but also will help them reflect on hmm, what do I need first thing in the morning how do I need my mornings to look like and that should be a conversation that you have with your kids as well like do they want you to just pop your head around the door and say hiya like you've got five minutes until you need to get up so they can leisurely get up and and you know like contemplate what their day looks like whatever it is that they need but it will just start everybody to think about what they need at the beginning of their day so that they can show up and be their best selves for them and in turn you get the better part of them which means that the day is starting afresh and on a good note for absolutely everybody so this is what the last five days of being in bed has brought me that we as people need to do a much better job of looking after ourselves um, authentically and really putting ourselves first and not feeling selfish about it so in turn we can teach that to others so we're just all round better fucking humans right we just will be um and the next thing that I kind of wanted to discuss with you guys is that we've had a big cosmic shift. We've had a big change in our north and south nodes. So they've gone from Taurus and Scorpio axis to Aries and Libra. So our north node last night at about half past seven moved into Aries and our south node moved into Libra so this is really big shifts this is a great time for us to review and like Aries energy is all about um demonstrating courage it's about reaching our goals it's about pioneering it's about being the first to do stuff it's about unwaveringly and unapologetically being our most authentic unique um self it's about it, it it's about celebrating our individuality and then the flip side of that is the south node of libra which encourages us to look at um our habits of where we're being unproductive where we're people pleasing where we're stonewalling where we're um bonding with people over trauma rather than bonding with people because we want to and because we have commonality and you know it's just about asking us to really look at our um relationships that don't serve us it's all about introspection as well like um how we can grow and how we can nurture and look after ourselves um so during this time like you really kind of need to know which house um Aries governs for you in your natal chart because that's the area that you predominantly want to manifest in um so you want to really sink into uh, if Aries connects with um I think it's your 10th house which is career then you want to really work with that energy this this next 18 months because this 
north node and south node in these axes with us until January 2025. You want to work in the areas. Your north node is what you need to learn, okay? And your south node is what you already know. So the reason why people talk about your north node in this predominantly is because that's the areas that we need to push ourselves in. So wherever Aries sits in your natal chart is the areas that you want to concentrate on manifesting over the next 18 months where you want to throw light in this particular area. So as I said, if it's career, like Aries will be asking you to pioneer in something, to show your individuality, to show up for yourselves, to to start thinking bigger, to start taking leadership roles. So for you to be able to enhance and get the most out of this change you really need to know where Aries sits in your natal chart so you can really work with that energy um specific in that house because it will become magnetic and the shifts will be um the shifts will be quite transformative they will be they'll be really transformative sorry i'm still a bit so i'm thinking was trying to think of the words i wanted to use um so aries at the moment is asking us to look at our aspirations and i want you to take the next couple of days because we've got Lionsgate portal coming up on the 8th of the 8th um and that's also another brilliant time for manifesting. But from now, over like the next three or four days, I really want you to start writing down your aspirations as if you've already achieved them. And if you can be asked, it would be really good for you to find out where Aries sits in your natal chart so you can make those aspirations specific to that house. Um, because as I said, they will create magnetism. So if you can find out which of your houses is governed by Aries and make that the focus for your aspirations, they will be elevated during the period that Aries is in, that the Aries North Node is in your house for. We're also being asked to purge and release fears and anxious attachments through the south node sitting in Libra. So remember the south node, all the things that we already have and the things that we already know, but just because we already have them, and we already know them doesn't mean they are necessarily serving us. So we really are being asked to introspectively look at ourselves and start going through what doesn't serve us, what anxious attachments we have that we need to let go of. And some of this would have really been highlighted. Like I know over the last couple of days, over the last five days, and maybe it's mindset because I haven't been very well, but I've really been, I'm really fearful about my business. I'm really fearful that my business isn't going to be successful and that I know that I'm here to fill a big purpose and I keep thinking, am I doing the right thing? Is this the purpose that I should be filling? Am I doing it in the right way? And and all of these things have been coming up and, and money is a big concern for us. Like we live in this 3D reality. Like I'm so working on my money mindset. Like just so you guys know, like for me at the moment, what I'm working on is connecting with my inner child and connecting with her and giving her some outlet, which I want to start 
do amateur dramatics. I loved amateur dramatics when I was younger. I got scholarships to go to drama schools and I've stopped doing all of that. And my inner child needs that. That doesn't need to be my career, but she definitely needs it to feel well-rounded and to have fun and and to just have an outlet, a creative outlet that she's going to absolutely love. Um, so I'm looking for an amateur dramatics society. Um, I want greater exposure for my business, but I want to talk about the experiences that have got me here. I really want people to be able to connect with the story, not of just the awakening, but of the burnout and of the years of neglect of self and what small things that they can do to make the changes and create the shifts that they need so that they can start falling in love with themselves again and lead from a position of where they come first that other people follow suit. Um, and my theme this month in terms of personal is I need to work on my money mindset. I am starting to have real doubt and fear around financial solvency and security. And that's just such a 3D way of thinking. And not only that, by me being in that, any abundance that's going to flow to me, I'm pushing it away. Like I need to be a bit pro pro noia about this like you know that lucky girl syndrome like where I just think everything's going to work out all right for me in actual fact I'm going to do a pod about pro noia um it's the opposite to paranoia and it's it's just a, a tweak in our mindset that can be really 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 helpful in us taking aligned action and moving forward so I will probably make that next week's pod just so you guys become familiar with that type of language and can start implementing how you use pro-annoia in your life. So you start thinking that things are just going to work out rather than sitting there and energetically wasting your time on the limiting beliefs that block us from moving forward because when we become blocked we then kind of become paralyzed and we stop taking the aligned action as well. So I think it's a really good thing for us to just revisit. Um, but yeah, I have I have certainly noticed the cosmic shift has started throwing up some of this patterning for me. And they're the things that my Libra South Node are saying to me, they're what you've got to get rid of. They're, they This is the, the thoughts that I'm having around lack and scarcity and am I in the right role and am I leading in the right way are all the things that the South Node are inviting me to get rid of as well as the unproductive habits that I've got which is you know um my vaping has got to got to got to go has to go it's taking me out of alignment of where I need to be and I've spoken about this before like how taking us out of alignment or it's a lower vibration if you work to raise your vibration and then you know that you are doing something that is that that vibrates on a lower frequency, it can only draw your vibration down to that lower vib that that lower frequency. It can only do that. That's like, like I've been thinking about this so much. And and you know, I am raising my vibration all the time. And I know that nicotine and the chemicals that are in that 
are low frequency, right? Because everything emits a frequency. So they are of a low frequency vibration. It emits a low frequency. So why am I continuously putting something in my body every day that's a lower match to my vibration and frequency? It means that I'm preventing myself from elevating and I'm opting to buy into that habit every day. So it has to go. Um, so I'm going to report back now to you guys. I'm really, really, really serious about this going. I need it gone and I'm working on it big time. And that by the end of August, I want to be able to turn around and say, I no longer vape. I no longer have that habit in my life. And I'm telling you now, it's going to open up doors for me. Um, so yeah, this is what this cosmic energy is bringing us around at the moment. It's asking us to lead in the area that Aries governs for us in terms of our house. And it's asking us to cut cords with and get rid of things that no longer serve us. So Aries is asking us to express and show our individuality and our brazen spirit. Um, you know, Aries people in general have no problem in asking for forgiveness rather than seeking permission. And I always used to say this at work, right? If you, inaction is the worst thing that you can do. So I used to be like, if my line manager isn't around and I felt that an appropriate, that something had to take place, that I needed to take, I needed to do something, I'd be like that. I'd rather do something and seek forgiveness later than not act because I was waiting to seek somebody's permission. I'd much rather apologise for being active and doing what I thought was right, as long as I knew that I was leading from my heart rather than leading from ego, than not doing it something because I was seeking permission. And Aries, as a rule of thumb, has no problem about taking action and then saying, shit, I fucked up, sorry, that wasn't the right action, can you forgive me, rather than sitting and, and being inactive. So that's what Aries is asking us to do. It's inspiring us to lead and and the shift with this North Node is going to create that for us. It's going to create that for us collectively, but it's also going to create that for us on an individual level. So um, just buckle up and enjoy the next 18 months. If you can get into what that's going to be, um, that Aries in that house for you, your life will be transformational in that area and it will spill out into other areas because it builds confidence and it will have a ripple effect. So I'm going to finish up with our card pull, as I always do. Um, and also, guys, I just want you to know, I love this podcast. I want it to grow. I want more exposure. Please share. Please do me a favour and do me a review. It's the one job that I give you. Leave me a review so we can grow this podcast. Share it up on your Insta when I put it out on my little clips. Like, share it across your platforms so other people can find it. Um, and also, exciting stuff is coming. I'm opening up a Patreon membership. So, I will give you, I'm working on that over the summer. It will be £13 a month. It will have two moon ceremonies on there each month, which will be my new and full moon ceremonies. And we will do those with one another live. It will have a monthly challenge, a reprogramming challenge, which will be around affirmation. It will have journal prompts on there. And um, I'm toying with the idea if we do like a monthly book together. 
I'm toying with it. I'm not a hundred percent sure at the moment, but that is coming. So, anywho, what is our card for today? Let's see if just something falls out. It would be really nice. Oh, it has double mission, light worker, star seed, serve the world by being you. Let's see what Rebecca Campbell says about this, guys. I've never had this card before, actually. This is quite exciting. And it's beautiful. It's got the card is absolutely beautiful. I'll post it up on my Facebook today. On my Instagram Facebook. What what? I could post it there as well, actually. Double mission 56. Let's see what 56 is saying to us. Lightworker star seeds are mission and purpose orientated. Many have the feeling that time's running out and there's something they came here to do, create or contribute. They're here to grow as souls individually, individual mission, and also to contribute to the planet in some action-orientated way, collective mission. Their collective mission is often answered through a career calling or by devoting their time to something bigger. Until they remember their collective mission, it can feel as if something's missing or what they're, they're forgetting something important. It's common for a light worker seat, star seeds to feel that they're different and they may carry soul memories of being visible or sharing their voice. As such, they may protect themselves by dimming their light in order to fit in or by spending time in some sort of closet, such as a spiritual closet. If you pull this card, you're being called to remember your collective mission and step into it even more fully. Wow, that's so mad, given the fact that what Aries is about, individuality, creativity, expressing your um, brazen spirit and asking for forgiveness rather than seeking permission. Um you're being reminded that your role as a light worker is to light up the world with with your presence. This doesn't have to be a great big thing or a decision you need to make. You also don't need to have a great big plan. If you resonate with being a light worker, all you need to do is work out what lights you up, your passions and joys and keep doing that. When you trust and follow the simple path that lights you up and then lose yourself in the doing you'll light up the world without even trying. Your starseed inquiry is how can you serve the world by being you? Anyhow, guys, my my voice is starting to fail me, so I'm going to have to sign off. I will check in with you next Tuesday. As I said, please don't forget to rate and review. Um, have an amazing week. I love you guys. And as always, journey gracefully and forever expand. Each week, I will discuss with you what has gone on in my week before, either on my spirituality journey or my self-discovery journey or just in the ups and downs of everyday life. I believe by sharing my experiences and just connecting with one person, it leaves us feeling less isolated, less lonely and able to navigate the journey that we're on, our life experiences, right? And by doing that together, it means that we can grow, we can learn, and we can learn to love ourselves most importantly. FYI, I am not a trained coach. I am not 
a medical professional in any way, shape or form. So if anything that I discuss ever triggers you, sets off a red flag, make sure that you get the help that you deserve and that you need by either a trained therapist or seek help from a medical professional. Other than that, I hope that we get to catch up on a weekly basis and that my shared experiences make you feel less isolated and part of a community.